From Portland, it's the Fox 12 Weather Podcast. This week, the team breaks down the Winter Weather Conference, record cold nights, and a dry October. Now here they are, Brian McMillan, Mark Nelson, Jeff Forgeron, and Ann Campolongo. Hey everybody, welcome to the Fox 12 Weather Podcast. Uh, Mark's eating his chips over there. Uh, we got four meteorologists here for you this week, and Camp Longo's sitting right next to me in the studio. We got Jeff Fordron at home, Mark Nelson, he's also at his home, and I'm Brian McMillan. Hey, everybody. Brian, we better hope the big one doesn't hit right now because we are all busy podcasting. We don't want to have a sudden break in news or weather event. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> we are uh, coming off of a, uh, a kind of a cold spell. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We had uh, the Winter Weather Conference here this weekend, you guys. We're going to talk yeah. some about that, a really dry October as well. And we're going to talk about another hurricane. Uh, that's coming up here in just a bit. Let's get to your local headlines. The news headlines are next. Here's what's happening right now. All right, the first thing we're going to talk about here, guys, uh, this past weekend here on Saturday, we had our big Oregon AMS, American Meteorological Society, uh, Winter Weather Conference. We do it every single year. We usually do it in front of hundreds and hundreds of people at OMSI, but this year we couldn't do it at OMSI. This gathers uh, weather geeks from all over the Pacific Northwest. We all converge. We did it online this year. Mark, you were a part of it. Your part went great. What did you think? Well, I have the easy part because I just, of course, recap, right? So kind of hard to screw that up. Um, Not the forecasters, of course, are going to screw up this upcoming winter. Oh, no. But, um, yeah, it was kind of interesting. Would you guys agree? And pipe right up here if if you have uh, thoughts. Um, Everybody seemed to agree we have a La Nina coming, right? It's already in place. I noticed there was a, a slight bit of disagreement, maybe based on where these folks got their data. I remember one forecaster said, he thought it would be maybe a week to moderate La Nina. And then one or two others are like, oh, no, it looks more moderate to strong. And we're kind of we're kind of on the cusp of those two right now. Did we have three speakers? No, we had four. We had Tannis uh, from OSU. We had the Weather Service, Sean Weagle. We had Kyle Dittmer, a professor at uh, PCC. And then we had Pete Parsons from the Oregon Department of Forestry. Yeah, I thought that it was – I felt like everybody was kind of on the same page and uh, – I don't know about you guys, but sitting on the couch at home watching this winter weather conference on a Sunday, it was spectacular. But that's coming from a, a extreme weather nerd like me. I don't know if everybody else has that opinion, but um, no, I thought it was really, in you know, I thought there was great information. Uh, we, you know, took the time to everybody took the time to break down what La Nina is, and I specifically thought it was interesting the way Pete Parsons approached it with the analog years. Um, kind of just comparing three very similar years to what we're heading into um, years that were um, moving off of a very weak La- El Nino moving into a moderate to strong La Nina um, and kind of looking at what that means. I, I'm not going to go into the details, but uh, I just thought the whole thing was very uh, informational. And even for somebody that's not a weather geek, probably took a lot of information from it. You know what I thought was interesting, and you mentioned Pete Parsons, he brought up the point that he believes that uh, when you have back-to-back La Ninas, you know, two two consecutive winters, 
that the first one tends to deliver, quote, deliver the goods for our area more so than the second La Nina. Isn't that interesting? That's what kind of stuck out to me a, a, a bunch, too. And and, uh, and that's kind of what I'm hoping for this winter as well. I want the, the <laughs> <laughs> we've, you know, after a couple of years off, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that that uh, what P had to say there about the first year of La Nina uh, really delivering the goods. Uh, that, that'd that be nice to have a little bit of snow down here. Did you? Uh, did you find it striking how confident he was in, yeah. uh, I mean, he, he went for it. He said, there's going to be five, potentially five snow events, um, which was, I think all of us kind of made a, a little guess last week as to how many events we thought there were going to be. We didn't pinpoint how much snow there was going to be, uh, but he said there was going to be a variety of events from snow to ice to wind um, and was confident that there's going to be a good mountain snowpack as well. So uh, the whole thing was pretty cool. Yeah, Pete went all in, didn't he? And, and he also, you know, Pete has a history in TV. Some of you old timers that might be listening like me, remember, I watched him on TV when I was in college. And so you all laugh and go, oh my gosh, that was a long time ago then, obviously. But yeah, so the, so he worked with me at Coin TV when I used to work over there in the 90s. And then um, then he got into uh, some other jobs, and now he works for the Department of Forestry. So you could kind of see he's big into his uh, graphics, like the old TV guy, and he's pretty good at like combining his info. We're, we're pretty good in this business at taking a bunch of information and condensing it down to uh, you know, a very, very easy to understand thing, or at least that's what we're supposed to be good at, <laughs> theoretically. If you want to watch it, it's a few hours long, actually, but you can go to the Oregon AMS Facebook page there, and the whole thing should be on there, so you can kind of rewatch it and experience it for yourself. But the overall consensus, I think everybody agreed, uh, the forecasters agreed, that we should be seeing something here uh, this winter, at least more so, uh, a little bit more activity than what we've seen here uh, over the past couple of years. Wouldn't you say, guys? I agree. The question is, will we see Brian McMillan at Crown Point in 100-plus-mile-per-hour winds? It's my turn to do do that. I think it's Ann's turn. Yep. Yeah. It's Ann, you, you and uh, Ann get to do that there, Jeff. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait a minute. So both of you, neither of you has been to Crown Point, both Jeff and Ann. I've been. I just haven't been in a windstorm. Well, okay. Uh, all right. When we say been to Crown Point, you know, that has a specific <laughs> connotation. Yeah. In this case, it doesn't mean making out at night. It means what? What? Uh, really strong. <laughs> well, because that's what people go it's, do there at oh, night. They, do? they go hang oh, is out. Is that the yeah. thing? Okay. For well, like... that's one of the things. They also burn rubber and make a big mess. And, <laughs> Teenagers, <laughs> right? But so my point is, I mean, you have not been, uh, you have not felt the full experience if you haven't been to Crown Point with Gusto 100. And Anne, it's been two winters. What is wrong yeah. with us? Why have we not sent you out there in that hellacious wind? <laughs> the, that needs to I be don't a know. priority. As we're we get very, we're very protective of Anne. That's yeah. why. We, we... <laughs> I don't, don't know. want anything to happen to me, Mark. <laughs> You'll be just fine. You're from Ohio. You'll, you'll be just fine. I can't wait for that moment. Yeah. It's going to be fun, guys. And, yeah, hopefully we'll cross our fingers and we'll get a little bit of action this winter. Let's yeah. move on. I want to talk here about uh, our very dry October that we just had. And, uh, Anne, do you want to get, get into that a little bit? That's Mark. Oh, that's Mark. I'm sorry. I'm cold. <laughs> You're cold. Never mind. Let's oh, oh, oh. oh, Anne owns the sorry. cold. Do not take any of her record lows or she is going to come after you like you've never seen before. We all know it. 
okay, so I've got dry, right? I'm, I'm in Ooh. charge of dry. Yeah. You know, folks. It just got really actually... chilly in this studio, by the way. Ooh, a cold breeze. <laughs> it's funny, yeah. folks, because Mark, we do actually... Mark, why don't you talk about how, uh, how uh, dry it was here for the month of October? Boy, it's like we're talking over. It's just like the first debate all over again. Okay, so, uh, no. Um, everybody's talking. All right, so dry weather. So you guys have noticed it, and I hope you've noticed, since this is what you talk about on TV, uh, it's been pretty dry this month. So I've, I pulled up the numbers here. So far, we've had, I think, 1.49 inches of rain. Typically, we get about double that by the end of the month. And, of course, we all know we're recording this on a Thursday afternoon. Saturday at midnight, Halloween, is the end of October. So we're pretty sure we're not going to have many more hundreds. The system tomorrow looks pretty weak. So, um yeah, so last year we only had about an inch and a half as well. So we've had two pretty dry Octobers, and I was just looking. If you look at all of 2020, no, 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 that's not enough. I want to go all the way back through the beginning of last water year. So if we go all the way through through last October, so what do we have there? We've got, well, that'd be 12 months, right? Um, we've only had January was wet, wetter than average. June and September was slightly wetter than average. That's it. Every other month has been dry. So we are in quite a dry spell. And technically, we are uh, under drought conditions, according to uh, the USDA drought monitor. Um, I haven't used that for a little while, but I know, yeah, Oregon could use a lot of rain. We've got places in north central Oregon, east of the Cascade Crest, where they've had like five years now with below average rainfall. And they really need it in those, uh, like those dry land wheat farming areas really need it. Hey, circling back really quick to one of the message, messages I took from the winter weather conference was uh, forecasters were suggesting that we would see more of an active back half of winter. Um, so is it possible mm -hmm. that we see more dry weather for another month and a half or so? And then things pick up, you know, as we yeah, head you, into middle part of winter or so. Just right now, I've got the November numbers in front of me. I, you know, I've always got lots of spreadsheets ready to go. And if I look at the last two La Nina, one, two, three, four. If I look at the last four La Ninas, one of those had a very dry November uh, uh, 2008. That was another La Nina. Had a, wow, two inches. Oh, I'm in the wrong month. Sorry, that was October. Um, but there are some, uh, some Novembers that have been pretty dry. I'm trying to find one to back up what I just said. Yes, okay, 07 and 08, it was a little bit drier than average. So I think 0203. So once in a while, we do still get a dry November, but in almost all of these La Nina years in the second half of winter, sometimes not till Christmas, but in the second half of winter, for sure, things do pick up. So do not panic if it's still kind of mild and dry, even through early December. That doesn't mean the winter is, is going to be warm and dry. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's going to be a total bust. Yeah. Uh, right. Not only that, we had some very chilly weather last week after after the, uh, what is it, the second warmest start to fall that we've ever had. And then, uh, then all of a sudden that cold air moved in, and we had a real strong east wind that came through as well. And then uh, those overnight temperatures plummeted, and uh, we had at least one night in the 20s, right, in. Yeah. I think we had, in Portland, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, we had, um, looking at that. 29 degrees here at PDX. Yeah, 29. And uh, we hadn't done that for a long time. Right. And we hit a, a few records. Give a I delay just, in your I'm ear? just going to take those out. Is okay. that okay? All right. It's your turn to talk. Take out the <laughs> headphones. It doesn't matter what any of us say. Hopefully you don't have any Go questions. I'm just going <laughs> to read some numbers to you. Um, no, this, I believe, was uh, the morning of the October 26th. So that would have been Monday morning, I think. Jeff, you were working maybe? No, I was. Uh, I, I went up to Pittock Mansion, froze my tail off. 
Um, oh, okay. The wind chill was 26 out. It was it was a cold morning. <sighs> okay. I remember seeing you said it was pretty chilly out there. Uh, but that's the morning uh, that we hit 24 in Hillsborough, 23 in Eugene. Both of those towns were new records for that date. And then uh, we hit 29 here at PDX and 26, which tied a record up in Vancouver. So pretty chilly there. And then out east of the Cascades, I know we mentioned this on uh, s- several of our shows, but we were down into the single digits, if not teens, for a lot of spots there. Did we get any snow up there on Mount Hood from this, uh, from all this uh, cooler air? We did get a little bit, didn't we, up there? About like, uh, I don't think government camp actually had snow out of this. Uh, they may have had it in the air. They didn't, or maybe okay. they had a dusting, but that, a dusting was it down at that elevation. So October is going to go down as pretty much snowless at uh, government camp. Looking at the forecast going ahead, I just finished it up here. Uh, it, it's in my hot little hands right now. But it looks pretty mild all the way through the weekend and wow. into uh, in, into the middle of next week. Even we do have some more showers on the way. Mark Mark wants to see it so that he can put his stamp of approval. We have we're on a Zoom call right now. Can you see that, Mark? It look good. Yeah, it yeah. Looks, I think it's looking okay. It looks okay, Brian. You can put that on the air. That's fine. He might Thanks change some number late, later. First. Numbers later. Yeah, he'll, he might log on to the computer and change some numbers <laughs> later. Actually, th- oh, that'll be after on. that'll be after Anne changes my numbers after <laughs> yeah. I leave. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then tomorrow morning, Jeff will change all of our numbers, yeah. right, Jeff? <laughs> At least the overnight low. We gotta put our little. (laughs) We gotta put our own little flavor on on each forecast. Just even if it's just changing it by a degree, right? You know, guys, it's just like it's just like when you're walking through the parking lot and there's a dog walking beside you, and he just has to hit every tire, doesn't he? And it's just like that forecast has got to come in and put his mark on the forecast, doesn't he? Did you just go there? (laughs) Yep. We can do that on a podcast, but not on TV. See, this is a little looser media here. All right, let's get into our uh, extreme weather, guys. Extreme weather. Hurricane Zeta. Wow, we are we are deep into the Greek al- al- alphabet now, you guys. I made landfall yesterday. Jeff, you had been following that quite a bit. Uh, why don't you talk about that? Well, first off, I didn't think that I would have to utilize the memorization of the Greek alphabet for my fraternity days, but <laughs> absolutely, I have, you yeah, know, been you know saying that out loud just to make sure I knew what letter was next. But we did have uh, another hurricane that made landfall in Louisiana again, uh, Hurricane Zeta. Um, it made landfall on Wednesday as a Category 2. It was a it was recording max sustained winds, or at least the, the National Hurricane Center was re- reporting max sustained winds of 110 miles per hour. That's an estimate, I believe. But... Um, just to note, 111 mile per hour sustained winds would would have made it a Category Three hurricane. So it was on the verge of becoming a major mm. hurricane right before it made landfall. Twenty um, seventh named storm of the season. Why is that significant? That ties the record set back in 2005. Twenty seven named storms. Uh, 2005 Hurricane Katrina made landfall in Louisiana. So that was a significant year amongst other uh, major systems. This was the 11th named storm to make landfall in the U.S. this year, the fifth named storm to make landfall in Louisiana. And the National Hurricane Center is already watching another area of disturbed weather down in the Caribbean. They're giving it a 60% chance in the next five days of formation, which would... If it formed, that would be the 28th name storm, and that would be a record-breaking year. So uh, we'll see if that happens. But it's been, regardless, it's been an incredible year in hurricane season. And ne- up next would be Hurricane Ada, That's right? Correct. Right. And then uh, 
Yeah, and then what comes after that? Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Gamma Delta, Epsilon, Zeta, Eta, Theta. <laughs> wow. Nice. Look at you. Look Thank at you. you. Thank wow. You. Thank you. <laughs> We're impressed with your Greek alphabet yes, memorization, good. Jeff. Uh, there are uh, millions of people without power here from this from this uh, hurricane that rolled through 2.1 million customers without power uh, after that Category 2, uh, two storm uh, blew through. And uh, not only that, we still have, what, a month, yeah. a little over a month left in hurricane season? I have a question. I don't. I don't think it's ever been done before. What happens when they go through the whole Greek alphabet? Let's just say. I mean, it, it's unlikely to happen. But what happens then? I don't know, but I do know the Hebrew alphabet by heart. <laughs> there you go. That'll <laughs> work. Right. Let's that. move on to that. Sure. Why not? Yeah. If we need to enter that one, we can. Uh, I can help out. So there's that. Anything? Anything else going on, you guys? Anything else we want to talk about? Did I miss anything? I was just gonna say really fast. The Kem- Kevin. Hemholtz oh, yeah, clouds. yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. the, the, the fancy K-H clouds, clouds this morning. Yeah. KH clouds, as we like to call it. Mark, did you yeah. see what that? Did I miss? Okay. Uh, what this, are we talking about? It was about <laughs> 830 or so, and what appeared on our Shriners hospital camera was a line of Kelvin Helmholtz wave clouds. Oh, um, nice. And we happened to have the time lapse. They were sweet, setup. too, man. That one, that's that like, that's good. one of the best I've ever seen here from our what, one of our sky cams. I, I don't think I've ever seen them from our sky cams before. That's really neat. I've never Mark's, seen a really good Mark's mouth is totally wide open right now, by the way. <laughs> and I assume I was asleep at the time. This was probably like 7 a.m., 8 after sunrise. Mark, I was awake. Hey, hey Mark, wh- while, while we're on this podcast, Mark, we'll, we'll kind of stall for a second. Go on to Twitter, go on to my Twitter, and watch the time lapse so you can react live on the Fox 12 Weather Podcast. Because he's the only one that hasn't <laughs> seen it, believe it or not. I can't believe this. <laughs> All right, we can I see had to go to the doctor this morning. That wasn't right as much now. fun. He's taking a look. Tweet play deck. By play. Tweet deck. Oh, it's loading up. We're using too much bandwidth, folks. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh no. Out here at the end of the road. But I always see Jeff. Oh, here we go. Yeah. He's and I've loaded told the kids up here. to stop gaming right now. Here we go. Is this exciting, folks? You're sitting in your car listening to our podcast and you're you're listening to Mark um, log on. Oh, oh my gosh, look at those. <laughs> wow, that was great, Jeff. Nice catch. Uh it was unintentional. Turn turned my head, saw them, almost screamed, tried to hold it in, didn't really hold it in, and it was an eventful morning after that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you get the cool clouds That's... on the morning shift, I feel like. Thank you. In general, yeah, you a do. lot of that activity is just yeah. morning show stuff. I feel like now, especially because it's dark Definitely. early, we don't get And I feel like the sunrises are always better than the sunsets, too. Uh, the beach sunsets the, are great. Uh, yeah, those are pretty good. We those get nice good. sunsets, but yeah. You guys get the thunderstorms, you, like the end of the, yeah. the day. True. We don't really get that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That said, it kind of sounds like Anne is angling for a shift change. Oh, no. Anne would like to move you, to the Jeff. morning show, it sounds like. Huh, uh, I'm not a morning person. <laughs> Anne, my alarm clock went off at 1.30 this morning. How does that feel? Yeah. Oh, dear. It uh, hurts oh, me for you. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Well, this is great, guys. We, uh, Anne and I have to get ready for our big 4 o'clock show here coming up big. in just a few minutes. And, um, yeah, the, a lot of great stuff this week. Of yeah. course, we have the election coming up here on Tuesday. And uh, here at Fox 12, we're going to have you fully covered. Anne and Mark will be uh, sitting uh, lounging here in the Weather Center. <laughs> I'm sure you guys will have a couple of hits at least that night, right? 
<laughs> We've already been planning, Brian, while you are working hard, which we'll hear about in a second. Uh, we're already planning, like, hey, let's bring in some food so we can have cookies and stuff while the news people are working yeah. hard. That's right. Treats. Bring in some board games, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> board games. All right. Well, yeah, everybody be safe out there, and we will see you here real soon. Do you have a weather question? Call 503-548-6484 and leave a message. It could be featured on a future episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Fox 12 Weather Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Head to kptv.com for the latest forecast and weather information for your area. 